Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Carlita, and I'm at 2016 Street Fort Music Fest with Mega Ram. What's going on today? Hey, I'm chilling, hanging out. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm soaking in the Boise. Yeah, soaking in the Boise scene, freezing over here. It's a little chilly out here. It uh, is chilly. I was not expecting that. I'm glad I had a coat. So how's the tour gone so far? It's been really good. Like, this has been one of my favorite tours. Um, I toured with a guy named MC Lars. Mm-hmm. It was like, been doing the nerd thing that I have kind of found myself crossing into in the last few years. He's been doing it for like 10 or 12 years. And and uh, so just being out with somebody with that kind of experience um, takes a lot of pressure off me. You know, usually I'm the most experienced guy on the road. I'm the... I'm the tour dad who has to like round everybody up. Mm-hmm. This time we're both self-sufficient. We're both self-motivated and, you know, we keep each other going with uh, just cool stories and insight. You know, his insight being able to do this so long is um, extremely like helpful for me. So having great talks in the car, uh, the shows were amazing. Um, and we got to touch some areas that I hadn't been to in a while. So that's always fun. Um, but yeah, this has been a really great tour. So what's the backstage scene like at, like, a nerdcore show? The backstage scene? All right, what kind of bottles are you popping backstage? You know, we, we have a very simple, simple, simple request list. Mm-hmm. And it's usually, um, this is how it goes. It's water. It's maybe a fruit juice. Um, <laughs> it's um, a, fruit and ve- a fruit and veggie platter. Mm-hmm. And chips and salsa, like that's that's the that's thing. your writer. That's that's the writer. It's it's so <laughs> simple. I don't spend a lot of time in the green room and backstage, and I'm out meeting the people. You know, I work my merch the entire show. It's um it's it's a very different thing because like I've toured with some bigger guys and I've seen the difference where a lot of you know a lot of guys like to hang backstage until two minutes before they go on stage, and it's not like that for us. We're out front just talking, hanging, chilling with everybody. And, uh, and I enjoy it. It could be a little draining, you know, because mm-hmm. it makes it makes it into a longer day, you know, with, with driving and all that, too. But um, but it's worth it, The uh, just being able to, you know, we have, we have, like, repeat guys who come, repeat, like, fans and friends. So being able to catch up with them, and uh, I think it just builds community. And that's really what, what I think the nerd scene has. As a, as a community. So let's take it back to the beginning. So you were born and raised in Philly? That's correct. Okay. Did you grow up in... Yes, I did. Um, and did you grow up in a musical household? Uh, not a musical performance household, but definitely a lot of music was being played. My mother was a big fan of soul music, you know, Motown, uh, Philadelphia soul, a lot of that stuff, you know, um, Teddy Pendergrass, the OJs. It was a big Philadelphia soul sound movement that came through. And every Saturday morning while we were cleaning the house, there was Marvin Gaye, there was OJ's, there was Teddy Pendergrass, constantly. So that stuff was definitely a big part of me coming up. You know, mm-hmm. I knew every word to every Marvin Gaye and every everything. So yeah, soul music was a huge part of what I what I grew up with. But I feel like most of it was just um, you know, me just picking up on what I was around, like coming up in the in the heyday of hip hop. Like in the you know the early, what I consider to be I guess the second golden era. The first golden era was probably eighty eight, but mm-hmm. but the second era about ninety three to ninety five, where mm-hmm. I felt like things were just really really popping off, and it was like man I want to be a part of this. So I wrote my first rap song in like ninety three after hearing like Snoop and Gangstar and 
tribe and everything like that. All right. So what about the roots? Were they influential? No question. I was just telling my buddy that too. Like roots are always a must cop situation for me. Like any album comes out its first day. Mm -hmm. Like Black Thought is my hero on Mm -hmm. the mic. Like the most consistent rapper ever, probably, who's never been, never come whack, never come halfway. And um, yeah, the roots, they were our hometown heroes. It's kind of a shame because Philly is a, a city that lives in New York's shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't really get into stuff until New York says it's cool. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's kind of whack that that happens. But now I live in Phoenix, and Phoenix is like that with LA. Mm-hmm. So if LA says it's cool, then it's like, mm-hmm. all right, all right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a little slow to stuff, even in our own backyard. So the roots for a long time were getting more love in New York mm-hmm. than they were in Philly. And, you know, and people would, you know, they just kind of slept on them. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was always a big fan. And I've, I've seen countless root shows from back when they were playing free shows at this place called the Black Lily, which was kind of the beginning of like the Neo Soul movement where uh, Joe Scott would come through and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was it's just like a great, great scene. And, um, but yeah, like Philly kind of was a little late to the party. You know, I'm not too proud of that, but mm-hmm. it kind of is the truth. But Neo Soul wise, I mean, the stamp was there. Yeah, you mentioned Jill and Floetry oh, and yeah. Music There's Soul so Tile. Stuff coming out of yeah. Philly, like yeah, that scene was awesome, man. It was just so mm-hmm. much talent. Yeah, and the roots are, you know, even with all the success that they've had, you know, they're still way down to earth. Yeah, yeah, you know? they really are. Like Black Thought, I feel like is very approachable. Yeah, uh, I had a buddy of mine meet, ran into him at South by, and like took mm-hmm. a selfie with him, and was like, <laughs> "Yo, he was just like mad funny, like." Yeah. And I was expecting to be so serious, but mm-hmm. but they're regular people, and like I was walking in, uh, what is it called in New York where the ice skating rink is? Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Yeah. And we saw Questlove just standing there, like mm-hmm. I don't know what he was doing. I have no idea. Like maybe he's trying to get his bearings. I forgot where he was going. <laughs> Probably tweeting or something. But we were like, "Yo, that's Quest Love." And he's like, "Hey, what's up, fellas?" Like it was wasn't like a yeah. He was like, "Yeah, don't make eye contact with me." Yeah, kind of situation. Know, yeah. Like, hey, what's up, fellas? Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What? What's happening right now?" You know. <laughs> so yeah, like just being a super super cool down to earth cat is that's a good thing, especially with all the success they've had. Like mm-hmm. I have a slight black thought story. I was um. I was I knew some people that he knew and I worked with some of his uh, some of his friends in Philly and they were like, Yo, you would sound good on the song was like doing. And I was like, What really? And they're like, You should send him a message. And so I sent him an email. And uh, this was in two thousand six, right before I moved. And um, it took him a long time to get back. But he did get back to me. He's like, Hey man, you remind me of my guy Trump North. Trump North is another guy that's down with the Roots crew, he's on a lot of the albums. And he's like, Your stuff is dope. We can definitely work together. He's like, but I'm going to New York. We're about to start this gig. So I didn't really know what was going to happen. Yeah, now. right. He's you like, could have gone the whole different way. Like, yeah, yeah. We're about to go talk to these people about this gig. It could be big. I don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> but if it, if it happens, it's going to probably keep me, you know, working for a little for a while. So I'll be a little busy. But if it doesn't, we're going to work. And mm-hmm. sure enough, the rest is kind of history that, mm-hmm. you know, they went to Jimmy Fallon and then blew up. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so that was my near miss with Black Thought. 